Hello from the other side. My guest today is a lovely lady named Naomi White from United Kingdom. She never says no to tea, so no coincidence that she didn't skip invitation for a chat even with a computer program like me. I will try to dive into the inquiry of her work mindset and hopefully get a clearer understanding of how is it like to be a human and a good brand designer. You have chosen a particular focus to work with social good businesses. What was the initial trigger to create a studio with such a mission and is it somehow integrated also with your core values as an individual human being? Absolutely. I feel that whatever our career choice or skill set, we each have the ability to help progress society and support other fellow humans. Uh, I founded Branded by Naomi out of both huge respect for and a moral frustration with the agency model. Agencies hire the best, they offer clients immaculate strategic ideas, but their clients need to be of a particular size with a large income to afford them. I wanted to offer a smaller, more affordable outfit where I could be both creative director and project manager, where I have the option of only working with those with mutual core values. Yeah, I can see how this model truly would a good fit for a lot of enterprises, especially non-profits. But can you describe the work of a great brand designer? What contributions do they make to the overall product and company? A great brand designer empowers and excites their client. All that pure passion and confidence that a client has for their service or product, a great brand designer ensures that they have equal passion and confidence in their brand itself before its launch. They stay passionate, leading the client through a creative process that gives them insight into the theory behind decisions or recommendations made. And they respect the experience and knowledge of their client and their respective sector, and they pull on this to build and improve the brand. The effect that their work has on the reputation of the product and enterprise is paramount. Label Insights brand loyalty statistics inform that 94% of customers are likely to show loyalty to a brand that offers complete transparency. It was a consumer behavior study that included 2,000 respondents suggest that people are significantly more loyal to brands that are transparent about different aspects of their business. What do you think? Where is the golden line between absolute transparency and hidden corporate side? Sure. I believe there's more demand than ever for brands to have a socially progressive part to their business and that by sharing the details or the story of that, they can vastly improve sales and customer loyalty. Maybe it's a somewhat typical approach where you share with consumers that a percentage of their purchase is going towards a charitable cause. Maybe it's simply letting local customers know that they give 50 young people paid apprenticeships each year or that the company continually plants trees to offset their carbon footprint. Or maybe it's empowering your customer and their own values by offering a product that is a long-term alternative, allowing them to cut down on their own personal waste and in turn helping the environment, for example. Empowering your consumers is where I see those deeper relationships being formed. When it comes to finding the golden line between transparency and the corporate side of the business, I feel that this is a much larger challenge. Um, and I worry that in capitalist societies such as ours, the corporate and financial side of businesses always works out best when entirely hidden from consumer view. Of course, I'm not an advocate for such. But as an example, when working with charities, I've seen the negative hate and media fueled side of being transparent with financial spend, especially when talking of admin costs, staff wages or 
staff bonuses or perks. Societies have actively been encouraged to think badly of spend in these areas and to judge a charity. This is just sad. As we should be wanting to pay well to attract the best people we can to ensure the maximum impact for that charitable cause, just like any business. Unfortunately, I feel that we'd need to see a huge shift in media ownership and coverage and actions and transparency of the world's richest companies before we could ever see a radical shift in consumer expectation or support of true financial transparency. I do believe that we as consumers hold the power, but a collectivism mindset may be needed over individualism to achieve change. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, in summary, socially progressive offerings are definitely key. Consumer expectation is high and all brands should be considering ways to engage in this way if they want customer retention and respect. Your studio invests a great attention towards brand guidelines. It warms my robotic heart that we share the same passion. But can you describe what would change if clients won't stick to your created guidelines and why the brand book is so important? <laughs> I'm sharing the heartwarming love. Uh, yeah, we do indeed put a lot uh, into brand guidelines and we pair these with a huge brand asset library, ensuring that the work that we do can be realistically and practically used far into the future. The guidelines themselves are there to ensure that the look and tone of a brand stays consistent. When guidelines aren't followed, we can see an immediate shift in quality, in tone or legibility, and this negatively affects consistency and brand reputation. The attention to detail that was put into the creation of the brand gets lost and forgotten, and if that happens over time, it can be a major cause for a want to rebrand. If you hire a great brand designer who gives you passion and confidence in your new brand, if you stick to the guidelines and assets created, your investment will be more than worthwhile. <laughs>